Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Daniel Ortiz, and I am delightful and grateful that you have come to share another week with us in Bible study. Um, Wave family, it's 2021. So happy new year, different year, same God. I'm going to say that again. It's a different year, but we serve the same God that's on the throne. I am so excited for 2021. I was excited for 2020 that God did whatever he wanted to do and that he touched us his way and that he's still refining some things inside of us. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I still feel that there's some unfinished business that God wants to do with Danny Ortiz. There's some things that he still wants to get into my heart and he, he, there's some things that he needs to get out of my heart. And so I am saying yes to whatever the Holy Spirit wants, whatever the Holy Spirit desires, I am saying yes to, because I just want everything that heaven has uh, for me, for you, uh, for this world. I want to see heaven on earth. I still believe and I still contend that his kingdom come on earth as it, as it is in heaven. His will be done. His kingdom come. The prayer that Jesus taught us how to pray in Matthew 6. I'm still praying it. Your kingdom come, Lord. In 2021, let your kingdom come into my home. Let your kingdom come into my car. Let your kingdom come into my workplace. Take dominion. Take full reign. Father God, I just pray that you take full reign. I don't know if that's in your heart, but that is exploding inside my heart that God takes full dominion. I've been singing a song for the last week of December and this last couple of days in, in January. And it's our God reigns. Our God reigns. Um, we wrote a song for those who, who are, have been part of some of the services, the way we wrote a song, You Reign on High. But this is other song that Our God Reigns that we, we sing all the time. And that song has just been popping up in my heart and I've just been singing it. And I've been asking the Holy Spirit and I've been asking the Father and I've been asking Yeshua HaMashiach to come and reign, have full dominion over my life, have full dominion over my home, have full dominion over everything and everywhere I go. I want God to reign. I want him to do uh, whatever he desires to do, but I want him to be Lord and I want him to be Abba over all of my affairs. God, you reign on high, reign over everything that you want to write and shine, do what you want to do in 2021. And so there's a lot of projects that we have coming up in 2021. Pray for us. Uh, we are looking for a facility to call home. And so we are going out in the next couple of weeks, looking and seeing, and we're purchasing something in the next uh, few months. So be praying for us here in Columbus, Ohio, for those who are locally, um, for those who you are in different states and different countries, continue to pray for the wave that we continue to grow. We are taking, still working on our 2021 missions trip to Honduras. Uh, if you want, have, uh, want more information on that, please reach out to us um, through our website, through our email. Um, I haven't done this in a long time, but you can email me anytime at daniel at thewavecolumbus.com, daniel at thewavecolumbus.com. And so, or look up our website, thewavecolumbus.com and, and you can be a part of this uh, Honduras trip where we are going to build a home with some folks in Honduras. We don't know the timing yet because we're trying to see that the COVID situation 
settles and we can uh, be able to travel as a team. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for God to arise and shine in us this year like never before. And that his glory, I believe God's glory, that word glory in the Old Testament is that word kabah, his weight, his presence. I just believe that his presence, his weight, all of heaven wants to shine through us. All of heaven wants to reside in us and through us. Um, but listen to what Isaiah 60 says. If you have some time to spend in the word this morning with me, let's jump into Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60, this, this, this verse specifically, and I've told you guys in the past that this verse has been exploded in my heart. Um, Isaiah 60, verse one and two. Now, this is Isaiah prophesying about Israel's reign, but I believe Isaiah is prophesying to not only Israel, but to Ishmael and to the church. I believe Isaiah is prophesying to the ecclesia. I believe Isaiah is prophesying to 2021. I believe Isaiah is understanding uh, the times that are going to come on the earth. And he's understanding that Yeshua HaMashiach wants to come and reign and wants to shine and wants to send his glory and put his glory upon his children. So I take this prophetic word, not only for Israel, but I take this prophetic word for the church. So church, this is Isaiah prophesying to you. Isaiah of old, Isaiah the prophet is prophesying these words to you. He's saying, arise and shine, arise and shine. In 2021, in 2022, in 2023, in 2024, it doesn't matter what year. I'm going to say that again. It's a different year, yes, but it's the same God. It's the same prophetic word. It's the same prophetic word to the church. Church, arise and shine for your light has come. Not that it will come, not that it might come, it has already come. And we're gonna go through some scriptures telling us what is the light and how has it arrived? And it says, and that the glory of the Lord, the glory, the kabod, the weight of heaven, that word means the weight of heaven, the kabod of God, rises upon you, not upon your neighbor, not upon your friend, upon you that are listening to me in this podcast. God wants to arise upon you with all the glory of heaven for, and, and listen to what this says. When we read this first verse, verse one, I believe this is how we read it sometimes. And I used to read it this way. We, we, we read a rise sign, for the light is coming, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. We read arise, shine as, oh, I got to get up and shine. No, that's not what it's saying. The word arise in, 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 in the Hebrew here means to rise up and stand up. He's saying rise up, stand up. Now, you don't have to make yourself shine. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord is going to make you shine. My job is to show up. It's the Holy Spirit's job to do the shining. It's the Holy Spirit's job. I love Jesus. He said, listen, don't worry about what you're going to say in John. He says, but just show up and the Holy Spirit will speak through you. We spend most of our time polishing this outer garment so that we can shine in our own minds. Instead of getting into the presence of God, instead of closing in our doors and spending time with God and letting him do what he does best so that he can arise upon us. See, I just want to be in the posture that I'm saying, God, 
I don't come with persuasive words. I don't want the wisdom of man. I just want to be in your presence and I want you to do through me whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it. I just want to be available. My prayer for you and for me in 2021 that we are available for Abba to do whatever he wants to do with us. Then, 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 then look at verse two here. He says, darkness shall cover the earth. It doesn't say darkness may cover the earth. Maybe, no, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness and thick. Isaiah takes it to another level. When it comes to people, there's gonna be thick darkness on the people. But there's a big old but there. But the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you. We shouldn't get saints, my brothers and sisters, the wave community, the wave family. Listen, we shouldn't get surprised that darkness is all around us. We shouldn't get surprised that darkness is on the people around us. We shouldn't get surprised that you're sitting at work next to the person that you don't think you should be sitting because that person gets on your nerves. Maybe God puts that person there on purpose so that the glory that's inside of you will arise and they may see the glory of Jesus through you. This is not fantasy world. We're not going to live in a world where everything is going to be great. My daughter was telling me the other day uh, her favorite scripture in John. She, she, she tells me, Dad, I love this scripture in John uh, because in John 15, 18 is my, uh, Maya, my daughter's Maya's favorite scripture. She said, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. <laughs> if the world hates you, you know that. She said, Dad, I know the world's not going to like me. I said, no, they're not. But guess what? We're not afraid of darkness because we have the light to overcome darkness. Jesus is still the answer. Jesus is always the answer. Jesus is going to continue to be the answer. And people want to see the light of Jesus, the true Jesus. I know Christianity gets attacked. I know Christianity um, gets bombarded by a lot of ridicule and all kinds of things because of the false goods that we say we have. And a lot of times our failures of our leaders, but no, 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 that should not quench the real Jesus. There's still a real Jesus that needs to be lifted up in your life, in my life, and people need to see his glory, his kabod, his weight, his presence on us. There should be, we are peculiar people. There should be a difference when we walk into a restaurant on us. Why? Not because of us, but because we quote these scriptures like greatest he that's in us and he that's in the world, but we have to believe that the greater is living within us. Inside of me resides all of the hosts of heaven. And so when I walk into a restaurant, when I walk into a school, when I walk into my workplace, I'm not walking in there alone. The Holy Spirit is residing within me. Yeshua, Jesus, the son of the living God is residing within you. So when you go in, you go in with power, you go in with dominion, you go in with authority. And you go in to do what? To expel the darkness because you are light. Now, John 8, 12, and I'm getting excited. John 8, 12 says this, I am the light. So Jesus declares. So remember, we said, arise and shine. Stand up. 
shine. How? That your light has come. Who is that light that has come? See, the reason I can claim Isaiah 60, because I know John 8. At that time, Isaiah was prophesying John 8. John 8, 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. And whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now he says, not only am I the light, but I am the light of Zoe, the light of life. That word Greek, Zoe, living, genuine, active, devoted. It's a living word. Jesus is alive. His word is alive. He is not dead. And he's alive in me. He's active in me. He's showing himself great in me. Why? Because I am saying yes to him. He's Zoe in, in me. Let's go to John chapter one, verse one. I'm going to try to get as much of this as I can out today. I may have to do another part of this, but I'm, I'm, I'm praying that you, you feel the Holy Spirit speaking to you because I feel him right here in this room right now. I feel the Holy Spirit, just a decoration that you are the light and you are the life and you are the living because he's the living and he's the life and he's inside of you. And, and John chapter one Verse 1 through 14, I'm going to see how much we can read it, because this is the gospel. If you want to know the gospel, the gospel is right here. In the beginning was the word. The logos was in the beginning. The logos was in the beginning. It was just not words written on a page. It was in the beginning. The logos, the word of God. Now, remember, when John is quoting this and he's talking about this, this is, uh, they don't have the New Testament. They just got the Torah and the Tanakh. They just got those five first books of the Bible. But John clearly is understanding that the word, the logos of God, it was, it was always been. And it's always been in God. He says, and the word was with God. That word, that logos was with God. And the word was God. And that logos was God. It gives you no excuse. It leaves you with no excuse saying, is Jesus God? Is the Holy Spirit a part? No, they were all there from the beginning. And he says, and he was in the beginning with God. Who is he? He's talking about Yeshua, right? Because we're going to see it says, and all things was made through him. Through who? Through Yeshua. And without him was nothing, was not anything made that was made. Now listen to me. Without him was not anything made that was made. You were part of not only the Father's plan, not only the Holy Spirit's plan, but you was part of Jesus's plan. Jesus knew and he still knows that Daniel Cheese was made because he was there when I was made. He was there when you were made. He was there when the earth was made. He was always there, he's always been there. And he is the word. He is the logos that's living. And he says, in him was life. In Yeshua was and still is the living breath of Zoe. He is life. He is living. He is, this is the gospel. The gospel is that I don't want to do things for God. I want to do things with God. I'm going to say it again. It's not only doing things for God, because I think a lot of times we get into this works mentality. Everything's about works. I got to earn it or I got to do something to get his favor. He's saying, I just want to do life with you. The gospel is about heaven doing life with you, his children. I put the Holy Ghost. 
Abba wants to do life, Zoe, with you and I. And the life, the Zoe was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness. It doesn't shine anywhere else. It shines in darkness. We cannot be surprised that sinners sin. I'm going to say that again. We cannot be surprised that people around you are living in sin. They're living in darkness. Their eyes have been scaled. They have scales in their eyes. They can't see properly. They haven't been able to see. The scales haven't been able to fall off. But God wants to shine his light, his glory upon you so that through you, men's eyes will be able to see who he is. And darkness has not overcome it or can't overcome his light. And it says, and there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear the witness about what? About the light, about Yeshua. John cared to bear witness about Yeshua. John came to do what you and I do. We bear witness of Yeshua that all might believe through him. And he was not the light. We're not the light. Yeshua is the light. But came to bear witness of the light. You come, you and I have come. God has designed us to bear witness of the kabod of heaven, of the glory of God. And the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, and to all who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become children of God. Thank the Lord that it is written in the scriptures that John declares to us. If I receive Yeshua, if I believe Yeshua, I can do life. I can do Zoe with the Father. I can do Zoe with the Son. I can do Zoe with the Holy Spirit. We can live in communion like John 17. We can live in oneness. I can be one with the Father. I can be one with the Son. I can be one with the Holy Spirit. That's the desire of heaven that you walk in oneness, who were born out of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And this is the gospel, this last verse, verse 14 is the gospel. And the word, the logos, that word that took on bones and flesh became flesh. The logos didn't stay in a stagnant book, in a stagnant scholastical um, area. It became flesh, it became living, it became alive. That word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the only son from the father. The son of Jesus is the glory of the father. The son Jesus is the glory of the father. But listen what he says, full of grace and truth. What is the glory of Jesus manifested on earth? Grace and truth. Grace is the empowerment of heaven to walk out this truth, to walk out this oneness, to walk out this family union with heaven. And he says, Jesus, the glory of Jesus is going to rise upon you. Grace and truth is going to be seen in you. You're going to receive it. You're going to not only receive it, but you're going to give it to others. Titus 2.11. Man, I'm getting so excited this morning. 
Titus 2.11. Titus 2.11 says this, for the grace of God has appeared. Grace appears, bringing salvation for all the people. Grace appears, bringing salvation. Grace and truth are not just words. Grace is Yeshua. Truth, the word is Yeshua. This is what it says. Grace and truth brings, appears and brings salvation for all the people training us. So grace is a trainer. I, yeah, hallelujah. Grace is a trainer. Grace comes and trains. Truth comes and trains. Trains us to do what? To renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Grace and truth comes in, knocks on your door and says, I'm coming to train you. Yeshua knocks on your door and saying, if you walk with me, I'll show you through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. There's three ways that we can see his glory shine on us. There's, I, there's many, but I want to talk about three. Number one, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in you right, to, so that it can put grace and truth into action. It can put Yeshua into action in your life. The Holy Spirit comes and it has to come. And you have to understand the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. You have to understand when you receive Jesus, you receive Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is depositing you. So when it's depositing you, it can do what? It can show you more of Jesus. It can show more of Jesus through you. It can train you. It can impart in you. It can partner with you. Amen? John 14, 15 to 20. You know most of these verses, but I'm going to say them anyway. I feel the Holy Spirit this morning as we are studying this this morning. It says this, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Now, we know that First John says his, commandment, his commandments are not burdensome to us. Why? Because we are in union and communion with the Father. We're living in communion with him. We're living in communion with the Holy Spirit. It says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Now, this is powerful because the Holy Spirit is with you forever. Forever. Forever in this life and the next. The spirit of, because it says, even the spirit of truth. Remember, truth is Yeshua. There's a Holy Spirit then that comes to bring truth within you. And he's with you. He hasn't departed from you. Listen, I don't care what lie the enemy has told you. He hasn't departed from you. The Holy Spirit is with you. You may say, well, Danny, I, I just, man, I can't, I can't stop doing this thing. I can't stop doing this. I can't stop doing this. I don't care what you do. The Holy Spirit is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Now, some people may have a issue with that, but the Holy Spirit is always knocking on our door. He's always concerned with us. He knows that you're going to fail. He knows that you're going to sin. But he knows that Jesus defeated sin. So he's going to lead you to truth. He's going to guide you to truth because he wants you to walk in truth. But he wants you to be in communion with Jesus and the Father. This is what, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. The world, the darkness doesn't know him. You know him because you're in the light. And it says you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. 
This is such power because he dwells with you and, and will be in you. There is an indwelling of the Holy Spirit and there's an empowerment of the Spirit. I'm going to say it again. There's an indwelling of the Holy Spirit. There's an empowerment of the Spirit. These two things have to be activated in us so that we can walk in dominion on this earth so that we can show the glory, the kabad, the weight of heaven to the earth. We need to understand that he dwells in us and he will be in you. He will dwell with you and he will be in you. He's in us and dwell with us. And he says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you yet a little while and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live, you will also live. Because I have life, I have Zoe, you also will have Zoe. You also will have Zoe. And we know John 14, 25, he says, and he will teach you all things, who? The Holy Spirit. And bring remembers everything that I say. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that solidifies Yeshua inside of you. Nevertheless, John 16, 7 says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. But if I don't go away, Jesus said, I can't give you the helper. He said, I'm going so that the helper can give you all the help that you need to show who I am to the world and who I am to you. So there's an indwelling of the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. There's an indwelling inside of you that's always leading you to the truth of Yeshua HaMashiach so that the truth of HaMashiach can come. What is the truth? That he became flesh, that he conquered sin, that he knew that you couldn't conquer sin, he conquered sin, right? And that what he was for says that I can rest assured that what he did on the cross still functions and still works today. That the cross took upon my sin that I couldn't take upon myself. And he was risen on the third day with all authority and all power. Amen. And all I got to do is receive the forgiveness of, and the redemption of the cross and walk in oneness with God. Amen. The second thing, number one is indwelling, understanding. How do I see this glory manifested in me? Number one, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Number two, abiding with Jesus spending time with Jesus, allowing the Holy Spirit to drive you into a place of Jesus. Listen, I believe we have to be captivated and I'm praying that we are captivated by the love of God in 2021 like never before and that we understand the depths of the love of God, of the love of the, the Son, Yeshua, and the, of the love of the Holy Spirit. I believe we need a greater revelation to understand how much God loves us and how much he knows Listen, I, I don't know who this is for. He knows that you deal with sin. He knows that you deal with struggle. That does not de deter his love for you. He still loves you in your mess. Matter of fact, he chose you in your mess. He knows that you are messed up. He knows that we are undone. But listen, he also knows that he already defeated Satan, that he already knows that he defeated sin, and he already knows that he doesn't want you to believe the lie of the enemy, that he doesn't love you. He does love you. And when you abide with Jesus, he begins to start bringing that into remembrance because you understand oneness and you understand what Jesus has done for you. Now, John 15, one through five, one of my favorite verses of scriptures, and I'm going to try to blow. I mean, it's hard not to go. I can't go too fast, but I, I, I uh, so much here. Holy Spirit, help me. Listen to what it says, John 15, one. I am the true vine. Who is the true vine? Jesus is the true vine. 
in my father's divine dresser. Every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. He takes away. He, he, you're going to know. Listen, people get scared when they read this. No, 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 no. You're going to know if you don't, if, if don't want to take away. If you're saying yes to Jesus, this is not you. But every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. So a lot of times there's cutting on us. There's continually cutting on us. Why? Because our hearts do need to be changed. There's so much in us that is not of God that we don't see. This is the thing that I don't understand. So many people are like, well, then I'm just trying to live this life. Man, if you don't understand how much sin that's in you, how much evil that's in your heart, we don't understand. God can't show us all of it at one time. Why? It would be too overwhelming. But he, he's in a process of what? Of, of sanctification. Sanctification is a process. You're not going to be holy. You're not going to be righteous. And meaning Jesus is righteousness. Jesus is holiness until you stand in front of his face. You're going to be working out holiness and righteousness inside of you. There's going to be a sanctification process working inside of you. That's why I don't lean on my own righteousness. That's why I don't lean on my own holiness. No, Jesus is righteous. Jesus is holy. I abide in him and I lead on his righteousness and his holiness because I can't be righteous as us. I can't be holy enough, but I pursue that which is holy. I pursue that which is rightness, righteousness. I pursue oneness with him because I know he's the righteous one. This is process of sanctification that we have to learn that God is taking us to. He proves us that it may bear more fruit because what he wants he wants to shine his glory on you. He wants you to bear the fruit of heaven on this earth. Already you are clean. Now listen to this. Jesus declared this. I didn't. Already you are clean. Already you are clean. Already you are clean. Already because of the word that I have spoken to you. Jesus, I spoken to you through not my only words, but through my action. I did what I did on the cross. But he says, abide in me and I in you. Abide in me, abide, abide, abide. That Greek word meno, to stay, to dwell, to endure, to be present, to remain as one. Remain as one in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me, unless you remain in oneness in me. I am divine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me, whoever remains oneness in me, that meno to stay, to dwell, whoever dwells in me and I in him, he is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you cannot do nothing. So the, uh, the first thing is to shine into the glory of God on earth through grace and truth is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Then there's that abiding, that oneness with Jesus because it's him that wants to flow through you. You can't do it on your own. It's not about you shining. It's not about your gift. It's not about how great you sing. I'm glad that you sing great. I'm glad that you preach great. I'm glad that you can interpret the scripture great. But that doesn't save the lost. That doesn't show power on the earth. No, it is the living word, the living logos of God living inside of you. Express is Jesus himself flowing through us that the world needs. The world needs Jesus. The world needs Jesus. The last point I'm going to make here. Number one, the indwelling. Number two, the abiding with Jesus. Number three, the demonstration. Remember, we read it in John. 
that the Holy Spirit not only is going to be dwell with us, he's going to be in us. There's a duality to the Holy Spirit. There's a dwelling in us, and there is also a being with us. And here in Acts 1.8, it says, but you will see, this has to be a demonstration. The last point I'm going to make, you have to demonstrate Jesus on the earth. There has to be a demonstration. He has to flow out of you. Well, Danny, where can I find darkness? Your next door neighbor, your person that you work with, the person that you catch the bus with. Darkness is over, but God wants to shine his glory through you. There has to be demonstration. The church has to write, rise up with that demonstration. And, and can, I, can, can, can I just help some of us? I'm not just talking about doing miracles, signs, and wonders. Jesus said, I didn't write this. Matthew 12, 39 says, and it's an evil and adulterous generation to seek a sign. I'm not talking about a sign and a wonder, though God is going to walk through us with signs and wonders. I think we say get so caught up with signs and wonders that we don't know how to let the power of God work within our lives so that we can, our, our lives ourselves can be a sign and a wonder. I'm not talking about creating miracles. I'm talking about that the empowerment, the demonstration of the Holy Spirit inside of you so that you can say no to sin, so that you can say no to impurity, right? With all the, the things that we've seen with all the failures of men, that we've seen great men in 2021 fell and they walk with God. Great leaders in the church fell. And my prayer has been, God, we need demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit to live holy, to live righteous, to walk in oneness with you, Jesus. We need the power of the Holy Spirit, not only to say, rise up from the dead, but to say, say no to alcoholism. Say no to the things of the flesh. Listen to what it says in Acts 1.8. But you will see power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and all the earth. That word power, power, we need power is to be his witness. Not to have a ministry that says power and glory. Not to have a ministry that says, oh, I'm, I'm this great man of God. Power to be a witness. We need the power of the Holy Spirit, not just for signs and wonders, but to live a life that points and directs others to the king so that people, when they see our lives, they see, oh my goodness, this person, something's on this person. I want to know the king that rules this person. Power, dunamis, strength, ability, performance of miracles, morality, excellence, so that power that comes upon us, that dunamis is so that we can be what? A witness, a motto, mottos. That means that we can legally represent he heaven. We can historically represent heaven. We can ethically represent heaven. We can be an example of true genuineness of heaven. Example, I love the word mottos. It's where we get the word martyrdom. Example unto death. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to die to self. We need the power of the Holy Spirit, the demonstration to say no to sin and to sin's nature. We need the power to demonstrate the love of Jesus to the world. We need power of the Holy Spirit to demonstrate the love of Jesus to the world. But we need an empowered Holy Spirit to love the world the way Jesus loves the world. To shine Jesus on the world that needs Jesus. We don't need the wisdom of man anymore. 
We have been holding on to man's words. We love to tweet them. We love to FaceTime. Oh, this guy said this awesome. This There's nothing wrong with all that. I'm just saying that. I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. No, what I'm saying is sometimes I don't need a tweet. What I need is the power of the Holy Spirit within me to help me to live a life that's pleasing to him. I need power in my life so that I can rest in who God is and so that the world can see Jesus manifest in our lives. I'm going to close out with this testimony. A couple of weeks ago, we were having a meeting of the minds. Michael was there. Ezra was there. Power of God was there. We were meeting at Hudson 29. And it was a powerful time. You know, every time we meet, if, if any of the family that's listening to me, if you know us, when we get together, we just, it's all about Jesus. And so we having a time, we having a, 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 a strategy session, just uh, a love session about this next year coming up and the things that God, we know that God wants to do. And we're in this table and, we, and we're talking and we're eating and we're having a good time and socially distanced the whole nine yards. We have a mask on. And I, we noticed that the waitress keeps on coming to the table. But at the time, as she's coming to the table, everything's set. We have the water that we need. We got the breads that we need. Everything's good. But she keeps on coming. And the Holy Spirit asked me to ask her, like, how are you doing? And so as, as I see her coming back, she came back again. And, and I was like, hey, how are you doing? She said, not too good. And then I said, what's your, what is your name? She said, my name is Hannah. So I said, Hannah, why are you not doing too good? She said, my dad is in the hospital with COVID. Not only is he in the hospital in the ICU with COVID, he, he got a heart attack in, uh, uh, at the hospital, Riverside Hospital. I said, man, did he, and she said, yes, he got a heart attack. And she said, I'm a ICU nurse at a OSU, and I also work with COVID for, uh, patients, but I want him to come, and, and that's just been weighing on me, and I want him to come to, to Ohio State, and I want to take him to Ohio State. And, and she says, you know, I just got this burden on my heart. And, and I said, um, can we pray for you? And she was like, absolutely. But I said, before we pray for you, can I tell you a testimony? She, I said, yeah. So I told her to my testimony that eight years to the day, I was in the hospital with 34 blood clocks. I had 24 ambulances. So 24 of them went through my heart. And um, for those who know the story, you know, the enemy just tried to take me out. I, I, I was almost gone. And I said, and I get testify how I'm grateful for Debbie, my wife, because um, she, she really got to use her uh, at her hospital to move and shake and, and, and really uh, to get the doctors. There, there was a Doppler that she wanted me to get. The doctors were saying no. She went over the head and, and, and she got it to happen. And when they did it, they found out that I had these eight blood clots ready to come up and I had a big one and that literally could have killed me. And so we had three operations in, in two days. And, and I just was testifying to her how God used my wife um, to really be my advocate and, and how God can use her to be an advocate of the Father. And so she was just encouraged. And so we just started praying. And, you know, us, we're not going to wait. We're not going to be embarrassed. So we all grabbed hands and closed our eyes. And we just started praying healing over her dad, which is named John. So we think about John. So we just started praying, John, God healed John. God healed John's body. Raise him up. Uh, use Hannah to move him to Ohio State as she works with the doctors to get him in health. And we just, you know, we just, you know, we just going in. And so we having a powerful, God that, like the spirit of God is dwelling on that table. And 
before she walks away, she says, I just got to tell you, guys, I kept on coming back here. Now, we didn't ask her why she was coming back. We didn't, we was done finished praying, but she said this, and I believe the Holy Spirit wanted us to hear it. She said, I just kept on coming back because I heard the name Jesus. And because I heard the name Jesus, I said, these guys, they can pray for me and they know Jesus. She heard the name Jesus. In 2021, when the world is dictating everything that we do through social media, through, through, through um, what's happening in the news, don't let the world lie to you and tell you that there's not power in Jesus. There's still power in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has power. The name of Jesus has dominion. The word says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. There is still power in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has power. It is alive. It's a living name. He is a living word. He became the flesh. She said, I heard Jesus. And when she walked away, we just started glorifying Jesus because she didn't say, I heard you speak or I know who you are. She said, I heard the name of Jesus. The world needs to see Jesus. And my prayer for you and I this year is that we arise and shine that the kabod of heaven, that the glory of God, which is Yeshua, will arise upon us and the glory of Yeshua, which is grace and truth, would arise upon us and that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy and we can prophesy through our lives that Jesus Christ is alive because he is alive in us. My prayer in 2021 is that he is alive in you and he is exploding in you and in me so that the world can see a living Savior named Jesus Christ. My goodness, I love the word of God. I love you. And I thank God that you take time every week to get in the word with us. Get a hold of us. We look forward to this year. We look forward to what God has. We look forward to all those who are going to join us on the podcast this year. I'm looking forward to it, man. Let's just shine for Jesus. Love you guys. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.